噔噔噔噔噔噔噔噔！哇哇哇哇哇哇哇哇哇哇哇哇哇Hey guys, TMG Podcast episode two o three. Thanks, Migs, for changing the countdown yet again. <laughs> yep, that's my job now. Which is by way here. See, the, see, the thing is, the, the secret to being successful is to create unnecessary work, and that's what Miguel is doing. Uncertainty. He gives uncertainty, <laughs> and yeah, Matt is with us uh, for this episode. And I ah uh, no, it's. I was expecting ten. You gave me five. I was expecting five. You gave me ten. I like how you keep me up in, in, on my toes. It's fine. It's great. Yeah. Yes. What I what I hope in life. But yeah, this is that's how we roll right now in TMG. This is an episode or a podcast, sorry, rather about video games, and we got a lot we want to talk about. There's a lot we played uh, during since last week. Um, one game in particular that I think I want to start off uh, for this episode is a game that I think we were all kind of pretty surprised that it's actually pretty good, or it looks good rather. And I'm talking about Man Eater. Um, Matt is playing. Not it. to be it's confused on... with the Hollow Note song. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's a. It's literally an open world game where you play as a shark and you pretty much, you know, do whatever you want. And Matt, it's a shark PG. <laughs> yeah, like like okay. So Man Eater is like hilarious a little bit when you when I first heard about it because I thought I thought this was going to be YouTube bait. Do you know what I mean? Like you know those kind of games that make it onto. Onto Steam or or Epic or whatever, where it's obvious that it's meant to like generate a lot of laughs and comedy and you know like be streamed by people and reacted to you know like the stuff like uh, and I don't mean to disparage these games necessarily, but things like Goat Simulator, genital jousting. That's what I thought uh, too, because the, when you have something similar, yeah. it just sounds like oh, it's another like something that'll be hilarious. But from what mm-hmm. I'm seeing and what I'm hearing, it's a fleshed out good look good and good looking game in general i'm yeah, actually yeah. surprised like this isn't on something by like devolver digital i know right because this also yeah, caters actually, to their a, like you know target perfect, market. Yeah. yeah like my friend like the stuff like my friend pedro or you know like it's definitely got that sort of like you know silly goofy like you know for shits yeah. and giggles energy that devolver digital loves to trade in yeah and you've been like what i think you're halfway in in the game Matt? Uh, I think so. I'm uh, out of the ten episodes. So the game is framed around the idea that you're watching a documentary special. I love you play it. The shark. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so and 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 it's a nature. It's a document. It's a it's a documentary special or a nature documentary called Man Eater. And oh, it's, and, and okay. the game it's good. And the, and the game is like there's even a story about how like the main focus of the documentary is the shark hunter and like you know his his. That's so uh, good. Yeah, I don't want to spoil the story too much, but this shark hunter has a sort of like he has a you and the shark. The shark and the shark hunter are basically bitter rivals for <laughs> reasons you'll discover okay. the moment you start playing. It's the, just Ahab and Moby Dick playing the game, and uh, it's framed as that reality series. The shark hunter has a tense relationship with his son, who isn't very good at shark oh hunting. My God. Oh Every time God. they do, they do confessionals <laughs> about like you know what they feel about each other. There are hashtags that show up. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> because the the reality show is pre- presumably has its own social media presence and all that stuff. It's hilarious, and the voice of the guy who does the 
narration for the documentary component is Chris Parnell, the, uh, an American oh, comedian nice. who is most okay. famous to, for voicing. Chris Parnell's who again? He voices Cyril Figgis on Archer, the nebbish uh, accountant for ISIS. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, he plays Doctor Spaceman in Thirty Rock. Yeah, mm. yeah, 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 yeah. That that guy. That guy. That guy. Yeah. So that guy. <laughs> and he really lends just like you know. Uh, this is very interesting and hilarious energy. They... Jerry, holy shit, he is Jerry. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah, he is Morty. Jerry, right? <laughs> from from Rick and Morty. Yeah, yeah. They even uh, they even made him uh, according to Tripwire Interactive, the developer and publisher. Like they had him record over nearly a hundred different lines for when your shark eats humans, which is great. <laughs> so that that's oh, that's a riot. That's right. And That's but, good. you know, all that shit aside, I just want to talk about the game gameplay stuff. And what Carlos was alluding to is it's actually uh, a meatier game than you'd expect. It's sort of like a uh, meatier indeed. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah. Right? That's fantastic. Uh, it's like it's like Assassin's Creed meets Diablo. That's how it plays for me. <laughs> what? Like, I did not got... expect that kind <laughs> of okay. I didn't Yes, because it's got a, a semi-open. It's got an open world that's sort of medium-sized. There are lots of, you know, collectible or like you know, go go here, kill ten things. Oh wait, you say when you go say here, Assassin's Creed, you're talking about a checklist, right? That's 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. And you know that has so like Tony Hawk. Mm. Yeah, that has its limitations. Yeah, kind of, yeah. in, that has its limitations for sure in terms of like like a lot of people complain about Assassin's Creed being repetitive because of it. But you know, it's all in good fun, and the game is not so oversized that it feels like annoying. But it's also very Diablo because when you attack uh, anybody or anything, you're constantly clicking. You're going like 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 your Diablo clicking. Oh, you're going, okay. you know. So every That's each the parallel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, each each bite you take out of a out of a, a, a human a being. Hostile, Sea creature or a human being or a shark hunter is a click. Oh, but chomp, chomp, so chomp away, a man. A chew is okay. a click. Yeah. yeah, chomp away. Yeah, point and chomper, if you will. I mean, I guess it's different if you're playing with a controller, which I was earlier today with you guys. Yeah, yeah like, I saw it. Uh, uh, it's, it's, yeah, well, yeah, while it's we were right waiting for everybody to, to like gather for the recording, we were pretty much <laughs> watching Matt uh, online play Man Eater, and I'm like, huh. That is one that is very colorful. Like it's and it, And it's definitely like they don't take it seriously, which is great. Like just the tone mm-hmm. and how it looks, and Mm-mm. I don't know. I, like I'm, I'm really digging it just by what I'm seeing. Yeah. How does it, how does it, how does it feel though with the controls? Like, is it easier to like, to like, it becomes second nature the moment you're like on your second night with it? Yeah, uh, it's it's fairly easy to get into. I feel like if you played any other. Uh, action RPG game, you'll, you'll you'll grow accustomed to it. You know, there's the only difference is that there's a Z plane going on, so in other words, you can go up the ocean and down the ocean. Okay, you know, but it's still it's still fairly intuitive. You're just piloting a shark in the great open sea, and <laughs> you know, point and click murder everything. Uh, what I like about the game a lot, what I appreciate about it, is that you said it looks good, and it in the sense that it's it this is a this game could have easily been a joke game made on the cheap yep but they did not go cheap they went like it's not it's not ubisoft ultra budget they don't have that kind of money but it's definitely some care and attention has been made to making the game look and feel good like a like a good double a you know game and there aren't many of those games anymore you know those games that are you know not uh, that are too expensive to be indie indie but not uh, expensive enough to be AAA. No, no, I, I don't know. Like I, we were, we were, we, I, we know we, you were playing it since last week, and I think we were like kind of like when I was talking to Miggy and Migs, we were like kind of shocked. Oh wow, it's an, available in the Epic Game Store. We can really abuse the hell out of the, like the coupon available, and I mean, it's, 
I mean, now that I've seen Matt playing it, I, it's just wanted me to buy it now. <laughs> yeah, it's it's, it's uh, uh, you know for all y'all's in there in, in podcast land, it's uh, if you know you can get it on a PS4 and Xbox One, I believe for around the price of thirty dollars, which ain't bad. For it, consoles, it ain't bad, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, but for PC, it's uh, $15 on the Epic Game Store, but it's quite likely that if you're in the Epic Game Store, you may have a coupon in your inventory lying around that is a $10 off coupon for any game that is greater than $14.99, which Maneater qualifies. So that means you can get Maneater for $5 <laughs> right now. Five or six. If you get five hours, you get five hours, 10 hours for that game. I'm a, I think I'm going to... Uh, I'm on 12 hours now. If you get 5 or 10 hours, I think that's like a good $5, you know, spent. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh-oh, uh-oh. I think my coupon's gone for some reason. Oh, no. Are you experiencing the glitch, too, where you're just I guess so. out of yeah, money yeah, and suddenly a, have the game? I was, mm-hmm. I was yeah, kind of hoping... Weird. I was kind of hoping that lead-in was, oh no, my coupon's gone, but why is Maneater in my library? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, it's weird. I have a new game for Suddenly, <laughs> I'm $6 short. Ever, you ever get so drunk you wake up there are new games in your Steam library? Not oh, yeah. yet. That, that happened uh, a few years ago when I was I was young and innocent. And I young and innocent? Splurge. <laughs> Uh, I just clicked the, the buttons, Mama. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what happened. I never knew this is a bundle. <laughs> and then that's where I got all the Star Wars games in one day. <laughs> we've been there. We've done that. Sick. Like, I, yeah. When the GC, when the when the lockdown came, happened in the Philippines, I was like, I was like, okay, this is my chance to shine. This is my chance to. <laughs> Lessen my time the, to shine. lessen the backlog or my yeah. mistakes I've done in online, you know, purchases oh in my God. video games. <laughs> I'm failing. <laughs> I think I'm earning more than <laughs> than I'm actually getting more games than I actually finished. <laughs> despite me finishing a lot of games, but you know, been there, done that. It's very hard. <laughs> it's so hard. Yeah, Carlos. To be fair, you've been like finishing games left and right, but at the same time, yeah, I can't. <laughs> you're just buying more. More than you can finish. Bought, anyway, um, no, but there, Man Eater. That's actually pretty cool. That's literally what six dollars. That's three hundred pesos for fuck's sake. Like, um, I'm actually pretty. That's two Happy Meals. What? What not? <laughs> yeah, just yeah, dude. Just like Happy Meals. Just don't this off the junk just food. Just my some real just, meat in your bones. It's just don't go to Starbucks twice. Which you're probably not going to do anyway, because quarantine. <laughs> Dude, to be honest, that's probably just one Starbucks trip. Oh, really? Is that how much it is now? I have no fucking clue. I have no clue now, because I've never, I haven't left the house since so oh, 2010. <laughs> since time immemorial. <laughs> no more there. Uh, Man Eater. It's a pretty cool game. Um, we might. I don't know. We actually we might talk more about it because I think everybody in this group is not going to buy it. <laughs> now I've got to check it out. Um. <laughs> I have no. I I don't have. I don't have any. It's like my um, break glass in case of um, emergency. Like I need to play a game right away because it's no. There's no discount. It's fine. <laughs> I have the coupon. There's like n- the only. It's the only time I'm gonna get uh, screwed by a discount is when Man Eater goes on sale. That's the problem right now. So I have to buy it when it's in full price because if the moment it hits like a ten percent discount, like my coupon can't work. <laughs> so well, then buy it now. Buy it now. Buy it now. That's funny, but anyway, um, moving on. Um, Migs, you actually also out of nowhere bought a game. You know, hell yeah! Talk, talk about, I like, think Miggy also bought this game. You actually streamed it, Miggy. Yeah. I think was it streaming? 
Oh we right, you did we're play a about game. The blocks now. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about the we're talking about Tetris Effect, which you 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 actually Sick. played that and. Yeah, that's my first experience with the Epic Game Store glitch, where like, oh, where'd my <laughs> money go? And oh, this, this is a video game. Oh, what's happening? Yeah. It's not by my means. <laughs> yeah, I was. It's probably my fault when when Miggy suddenly went into a stream of me playing. It, suddenly, the glitch happened, and oh, it's it's super oh your no. fault. Responsibilities. <laughs> but yeah, I've played Tetris Effect. And it's 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 one of those uh, games in 2019 that uh, I could say it's it's a hidden gem in Epic Game Store or in in, in the PSN because um, it didn't catch that much notoriety in in the gaming space. Well, I guess I, I, it's, I, I, it's I really don't take it the wrong way, but it's game. pretty much Tetris. But in the, like, um, but it's very flashy. Yeah, it's 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 Tetris. Nah, it's. It's a it's a video audio experience kind of Tetris, I guess. Like it's it's still Tetris, like like the meat and bones is Tetris, but um, they made it so that um, it 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 makes you experience um, stuff. Like it's, <laughs> what are you it's, talking about? Like, I, yeah, yeah, no, no. no. Okay, uh, okay, okay. It makes you think you're yeah, high. Yeah, we think it's, it, it's a trip. Basically, it's a trip of a. Uh, oh, no. uh, Here, uh, here's how it. Like the easiest way to describe it is, <laughs> you, you know, those um, audio visualizers and like your your uh, Winamps and all that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, Winamp. Imagine like, throw that. Throw back to 1998. Am I right? <laughs> of course, dude. That's the sick mm-hmm. stuff. That's only OGs. No, <laughs> you, you just revealed our possible age. But yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> Imagine like those effects, but in 3D and happening in the background. Yeah, while you play Tetris. Right. And yeah, those visuals and 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 the audio cues and the music isn't just there for for your for your visual audio experience, but it's also ingrained in the game. So what it means is that whenever you play Tetris, um, you also manipulate somewhat. How the music is shaping and I, how the visuals are shaping. It's it's not that deep. It's basically yeah, like it's there, there's deep. a song playing in the background corresponding to like whatever stage you picked, and and that will also determine like the background effects happening. But mm-hmm. each action you do, like moving a block uh, to a side, rotating a block, rotating a block in another direction, um, has its own set of sound effects that will complement the song. Not not only sound effects, it also visual effects. Right, like, like when, you, when you were clear lines, it'll make um, visual changes. Really, and also yeah. like I think depending on how big of a combo you do, it will also like change the effect yep. in accordance to that. So so what I do mostly in the game when I was uh, streaming it or while I was playing it for the first time is that I try to play uh, in rhythm with the music, and the experience of playing Tetris Effect you. Uh, with that type of style is, I guess, more rewarding and, I don't know, like, it's more trippy. It's a, it's not and, an acid trip, right? Yeah. It's not a complete acid trip. No, it's not really that much. No. Uh, but it, it's it's great. Like, not only, like, um, it's it's visually and uh, orally, like, A-U-R-A-L-Y, <laughs> orally pleasing, <laughs> but it... He keeps yeah, pushing it's, this boy. I know. It's a word. It's a word. <laughs> it is. <laughs> but no, no. But um, it also, like, it, it has vibration, rumble feedback in your controller if you're playing in the controller. So 
it's just um and if you paired it with with vr um because uh, when i was streaming there are a uh, few dudes who, who actually told me that uh Playing this in VR is, is, is the ultimate uh, Tetris trip that right. you're going to get. I think that's actually how and it was first revealed. Like, uh, yeah, as yeah a 3D it is a VR, VR game. game. Yeah, mm. yeah. It's worth, not- it's worth noting that the game is... Uh, Tetris Effect is by Tetsuya Mizuguchi. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Who I believe is the guy who uh, developed Res for, for oh, PlayStation 2. Okay. That's right, Res. And um, I think Lumines again. Lumines or Luminize, I don't know Luminous. how to pronounce it. Yeah, Luminous, mm. yeah. So he's got a history with this whole like trippy audio visual sensory synesthetic you know stuff aside from like yeah uh, basically it's it's Tetris and they have um the 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 old moves that you do like you can switch you can hold uh blocks or tetrominos is that the correct term yep tetrominos yeah. yeah and also there's this uh move called zone which if you press uh one of the trigger buttons, uh, it will slow down time. And uh, on that uh, time, you can just drop in blocks and tetrominos until you've had it, un- until the zone gauge or zone bar. Uh, Wait, so you're telling me, completely. you're telling me this is the max pain of, te- of Tetris? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I don't think like, it's like that. Um, uh, it's more it's, like... It's, it's, the, it's late, the world. Late, no, no, how, how, <laughs> how zone like features is... Um, I don't know if it full-on slows down time, but it definitely looks that way. Either that or it full-on stops time. Oh, yeah. And um, the like the zone meter will drain as you're in this mode. But when you clear lines, it doesn't immediately erase them. Yeah. But like it, it builds stacks up them, the clear. which oh. makes for a bigger score multiplier if you clear like a ton of lines before it ends. Okay, I don't mean to be a weirdo about this, but you know what it reminds me of then? It reminds me of the time bending from Dishonored and Dishonored 2. Where you can like freeze time. Oh yeah, and I'm then, seriously and then just watching like, exactly blocks dodging bullets now in slow motion. That's what's happening. In my yeah, mind. and 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 then <laughs> you, you freeze time, and then you launch multiple crossbow bolts, uh, and the crossbow bolts will stay in <laughs> yeah. midair, and then you just release it so that you can kill yeah, everybody at once. Just just JoJo yeah. it up, right? Yeah, that's JoJo. That's some JoJo stuff. Jo- the JoJo and, effect. <laughs> and and actually clearing like like zoning out and then prepping line piece after line piece. And building up that nine block or nine Tetris combo is uh, very satisfying. They'll say how many lines you clear, so like dodecahedron uh, line clear, etc., yeah. etc. Et and I you can far exceed. Are... Um, sorry, you can far exceed like ten lines plus. Mm-hmm. I've heard some crazy stories where they go like near twenty. Oh gee, <laughs> I, I, I love this because I looked this up, Miguel. Uh, like there are. There are terms for them, and they sound like some yeah. material from Final Fantasy. If you clear sixty <laughs> lines, you form a decahexatris. Yeah, yeah. And if you clear eighteen what? or nineteen lines, you perform yeah, yeah. Perf- perfectris. Yeah. <laughs> and if you wow. clear out Ooh, all twenty that. lines at the same time, wait, I don't understand these terms. Is this the reason why I don't win in Tetris ninety nine? I still haven't won that freaking game. I'm so sour. I'm <laughs> <laughs> Tetris ninety nine is a different beast. Tetris ninety got, yeah, got nine. Sure. I, I gotta get this off. I got two more ranks and then there's twenty one lines, which is Curb Tris, named Ooh. after the player Kirby seven oh three, who pioneered the strategy to clear out twenty one lines in Tetris. Oh, that's so good. And Damn. the last one the last one is called the twenty two line Impossibilitris. <laughs> oh, that the, this, the, this, that's adorable. Can you say that again? Can you say that again? Impossible. 
impossibilities. <laughs> that sounds like something that Keegan Michael Key would would spout in a Key and Peele sketch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it sounds like it sounds like some you know some anime Final Fantasy shit. Am awesome I right? Builders. I'm guessing like that would be the threshold. Like once yeah. you exceed twenty two, it doesn't change anymore. It just stops. The yeah, game stops working. Maybe. Like I, this is no, all no, I it, it will just it will uh, change yeah. the so term, far, but you will clear that many lines still. Well, that's pretty cool. Like it's funny how like there's I think there's like a resurgence of different versions of Tetris. If you want to relax and like because uh I there like of course you have Tetris nine and if you want something intense right like <laughs> but if you want a chill experience or a chill Tetris experience this this might be the game because there are also modes that um, encourage just being at a relaxed state or just chilling while playing you can just straight like up you, listen to the music you yeah, don't you have just to play just just like Rez. you can just straight up listen and and watch the visuals you just let you just let the block slowly fall and just listen no it's i fine. think there's a mode yeah. where you don't have to actually play the tetris part it just does the music oh, okay yeah and and if you do want to play the tetris, the tetris part there's also a mode where uh, missing blocks doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. So you can fail and just still play uh, you can't, endless. You Tetris. can't lose. God mode of Tetris. So you're telling me this is the complete opposite of what you feel when you play when you play Tetris 99. I, uh, yeah. If you're that kind of uh, Tetris player, but at the same time, things can be. You're not because like Tetris is like uh, filled with stress and emotions. Yeah, things and things can ones. like Tetris can be can still be intense. In this game, yeah, because it's still so it just really raw as Tetris. It, it's yes, raw as Tetris. <laughs> I have a question though. We've all played Tetris. Have, has anybody? Um, do they? Does any of us, or even those who is actually live right now, know how to properly utilize the T-spin? It's not as hard as you think, y'all. Yeah, it's, it's not. It feels yeah. it. It's not. It's really. not. Okay, I'm really. That's why I'm not winning. <laughs> God damn it! You don't have to do it to win. <laughs> Yeah, it's just sometimes I think I have to. I see an opportunity. If I do this, like okay, I, have to, I need to do it. No, I, I can do it. At, at, high, at higher levels of play, I've seen many a Tetris player uh, sort of shoot themselves in the foot, thinking that it is necessary to perform the spin to win, when actually they would have benefited from just playing the game yeah. straight. It can be helpful in certain contexts and certain situations, but it's not like strictly like you know a, a winning strategy in all scenarios. Right, I, I do. I do think that in Tetris ninety nine, there is a bonus when you do a T spin and clear a line at the same time. Ooh, but nice. I think yeah. that that's more for like throwing garbage to your opponents, more so than actually score based things. Or if you actually flat out clean out the the block, the, like all the blocks, you get kind of like a I forget what it's called, but you get a a, a good bonus for it for doing so. So impossibilities. I'm gonna say that from now on. Every time. Every time something shocking happens in a match or whatever, you know, I'll just throw my hand back, you know, and go, oh, impossibilities. <laughs> <laughs> and then when they ask you, give them a full explanation for it. Like, it's actually yeah. based on Tetris when, when somebody clears 22 uh, lines in a book. <laughs> I'm pretty sure when I say it, it's actually based on people instantly fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you drain them, dude. Energy yeah. vampire. Oh, here, goes Matt. here goes Matt again throwing his Tetris reference, <laughs> <laughs> doing his usual stuff. But yeah, um, when it comes to, uh, I mean, back back to uh, difficulty and T spins and uh, like Tetris difficulty in general. Like I think it's just the like, dark souls me, of Tetris. Oh no, it's not. For me, <laughs> oh no, it's the not. hardest. Like the thing that's hard for me is actually um, 
trying to think three or four moves ahead. Like trying to life, uh, look that's out life. for the that's next life. Yeah, that's, uh, that's block just life. available. <laughs> no, no. Like, um, I actually no, no. have a problem with this game too, in, in like a very minor set. Um, most modern Tetris games, especially the competitive level ones, they show you the next four blocks that are coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This only shows you one. Oh, <laughs> yep. And so at, that's... at higher speeds, oh. it's, it becomes a factor. Like once you get to speed level, like close to twenty yeah. plus. It begins to right. matter because, like, the slightest error, or if you like blink, it would cost you a game. And blink and given, you die. Like, add in the factor with the visuals changing around you. That's also yeah. going to be you know, a Mickey, factor. We need a, I, I, I will desperate. I desperately want to see an anime now about professional tetris. That's what I want to see. <laughs> just watch GDQ. We're gonna get a movie, I want, right? I want, I want, watch, I think someone just watch Evo. Like, just I watch want, Evo and something. No, 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 no. It needs to be. It needs to have. You know, a main character and like a range of uh, ethnically or nationally diverse Tetris competitors. I want it to be like the Yuri on Ice of Tetris. (laughs) You know, God. Was there there actually an anime that's like uh, based off like a video game competition? I'm sure there's something. I think there's a high high score girl, but I haven't finished it. That that it was about. There's gotta be like 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 it's like you know you know what I mean, right? Uh, A high score girl uh, is is more like um, a history of old arcade games. All right, all right. Yeah, I gotta get, I gotta catch up on that one. But yeah, I mean, there's a lot of anime like Vanguard that that basically is about the game, and well, it te- yeah. even teaches you about the game. Games with uh, anime based on like a, a property game. or yeah. game, like a card game, which is fine. Yeah, sure. But like uh, as an actual video game property, it's most likely pr- like I'm sure it, it exists in some form, but maybe it's like its own game. And not an existing right. one. This is the best example. <laughs> yeah, like I, I don't mind is that. It? I mean, I don't mean some isekai. I I got trapped in an MMO shit. I just mean like literally a game about the culture of playing video games, competing in mm. video games, and you know, even if it's yeah. all made up video games, even if it's all like uh, that, that's basically you're, high school. I think you're actually girl. describing high score girl because that is like two two kids going through um, old arcade games, and yeah, um, they're but they basically... license games for that one, right? Yeah, yeah, those are like real ass arcade games. You can, you, yeah. you can probably still find to this day. Yeah, yeah, like fu- like like goddamn it, Blizzard! Just you know, I just approve an anime series about people who fucking love StarCraft. People who love <laughs> who, people who play StarCraft competitively and fall in love. There's your fucking that's, anime. <laughs> that's not bad. Like. You know, promote StarCraft too. Make an anime. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. like Daigo yeah. Umehara has a manga series. So yeah. there's that. Oh, shit. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Daigo Umehara has a manga series. Oh so. my god, a man, a manga, a limited manga series for the evil international, like evil for some kind of like some unknown character just plays Netflix whatever game. You know what Netflix needs to do? Netflix needs to get an anim- a Japanese animation studio to tell the fucking Sonic Fox story. Even if it's, you know, gr- great, massively fictionalized, just do that. Hey, man. If, it, if that's gonna, like, uh, market or sell Skullgirls, then I like I'm how Tetris actually started this. Yeah. But it's yeah. just gonna be him winning. If, if that's gonna promote Skullgirls, all the better. But at the least real I get difficulty is holding all the trophies. <laughs> but yeah, Tetris, um, I could go on and on talking about Tetris and, you know, uh, <laughs> strategies and all. But I could as actually, for Tetris like, Effect... Oh, sorry. Um, it's it's a lot shorter also. Like, I'm, I'm, I am kind of slightly disappointed at how short it is. Oh, yeah. And by that, it like, screen. it doesn't have as much songs as you'd expect to. 
Because mm. once you clear like the the quote unquote like story mode, you get access to the online and um, all the the regular modes, right? So you can do uh, single clear 150 lines Tetris, pick a song, whatever. Then you actually see how many songs there are, and it's kind of underwhelming. Like I, I'd expect maybe at least another ten more tracks or something. Yeah, yeah. But you can definitely there's I'm I haven't looked into all of it, but there's a bunch of modifiers you can do. So I think you can stack your own playlist. You can stack like whatever uh, wind condition you want. Um, you can also, of course, uh, via PC settings, you can tweak how insane the effects can be. Yeah. And um, you can straight up also. How much of a trip do you want? No, because like the the main display <laughs> screen is transparent, so that you can see the background and all that. But if that mm. is distracting, like how we said in certain stages where. You know, you have white blocks and the screen will flash white at a certain point. That's not great. So you can change the the at the main Tetris screen to full on opaque. You can rotate oh, the camera. Cool. You can use the left stick to zoom in and out. So you can play it in whatever way you wish. Then, like Mig said earlier, you can just play it and not lose if you just want an audio trip, right? Ep- Tetris is actually what in the Epic Game Store like thirty percent off. It's only eleven dollars right now. Is it so available on the Switch out. yet? I think it's available on, on just probably, PlayStation 4. I bet it is. I think it's uh, on PS4 it's and Epic Game Store. I think Wait, it's let's, like, let's, let's, I think it's exclusively I checked it. on PS4 PlayStation and Epic 4, Games. Uh, Epic Game Store, and Oculus Quest. Mm-hmm. I, I'm guessing it's there not on Switch because of Tetris 99 being on there. Mm. Yeah. That might be it. If you want your Tetris fix for Switch, that's the game. That's the one, the stressful one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But it if is you want really to, stressful. Like, yeah. yeah, but if you want a game that's perfect after working, um, yeah, I would recommend Tetris Effect. And like, hey, if you don't like Tetris, the soundtrack is now on Spotify. Yeah, and that's oh, really? and that that's has all. a good. Soundtrack I'll check this. Let's see if I can like if I listen to the, the track and it's you know as soothing as you make it sound like. Maybe we'll <laughs> give it a try. I'd say the visuals do a great deal of help because they can get really trippy. Like, one of them has a background of, like, um, people riding camels across a desert. And as you clear lines, it uh, um, sweeps a wave of blue sand, like, glowing blue sand around. And then the next thing you know, it's the same screen, but you're on the lunar surface. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's actually perfect. I I, I have my uh, favorite experience of of camels and all that recently. Oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) I think my favorite one was the was the city like the the night city with the jazz background music yeah that's pretty cool though mm, i think like the yeah. the piano scat kind of gets annoying because I, yeah. I play that <laughs> in regular mode it's, it's, it's more upright and it it overstays its welcome <laughs> <laughs> oh the one when you have to go through f- speed one to speed like, uh, you, even onwards, like the, the clear 150 slower. lines type because that is already yeah. like seven yeah. minutes long Right. So imagine hearing piano like keys for seven minutes straight. Jab from chat is suggesting also. If you guys are into trippy and soundtrack, why not also? I don't know what also is. Oh, also is um like the the PC version of um a DS game called Oendan. Yeah. Or um, Elite Beat um, Agents, elite, where you, you Elite Beat Agents. Yeah, yeah, Elite Beat Agents. So you tap like notes on a screen in rhythm Shit, to the yeah. music. So, like, like, you know how there's a PC version of, like, a Dance Dance Revolution equivalent? Where right. you just tap arrows? Well, that is the, the version for PC for Owen Dunn, where you use your mouse to click on, like, icons on the screen. 
But I don't know if I can actually relax playing like Owen Den games. No, like, I would be different. very focused on it. Like, <laughs> like Tetris Effect is just you can just sit back and right. just uh, play what whatever hell you want, and mm. it will just be a like, like experience. Theme wise, Owen Den is meant to hype you up, right? Because they're cheer- yeah. cheering whoever is in the Your music video by firing yeah. firing up their like fighting spirit and all that. I, I want fighting I want the spirit. next I want the sequel to Elite Beach Agents to to continue that tradition of stories where you hype people up, but I want yeah. it to be a deep narrative campaign where all the stories are interconnected and have a tie-in graphic novel. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Yeah, yeah, I mean, an mean, ARG and a that's mobile what app. Does in their games, right? Like <laughs> in the, the final. <laughs> that would be Wait, great on mobile. I'd love to see that. Like fucking. Yeah. Fucking Ubisoft, get on it, get on it, get on this transmedia. Uh, there was God. supposed to be a sequel to Owen Dunn, but since the studio got absorbed, it never happens. So I'd yeah. love to see it on mobile. Owen Dunn 3, please. Yeah, fucking, yeah, get that shit on. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I swore so much. <laughs> I, lo- I love Elite Meat Agents. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But so yeah, that's, that's, okay. that's basically that's Tetris Effect, guys. Well, anyway, that that's Tetris Effect. Um, moving on, there's a... Uh, I was actually playing Assassin's Creed Origins, or actually Assassin's Creed uh, Syndicate as well, in, I guess, preparation for Valhalla, which is coming out later this year. So I'm all Assassin's Creed up. Like, caught... I'm not, I think I'm... If I finish Origins, then I'm caught up. I just realized that I... Because I finished Unity. Um, I actually finished 3. Um, How in sync are you with the Animus, Carlos? <laughs> I am completely <laughs> detached. I really hate that point. Like I that with Assassin's Creed, um, I started with Syndicate. I tried to go back into the franchise simply because uh, I want to see how it was before, back then, before they did the whole ch- uh, change in the formula with Origins and so on. So I tried Syndicate, and yeah, that reminded me of why I did not like that game or that series of games what is it that and, uh okay i i want to talk to you about this because i'm always like even though i don't identify as an assassin's creed fan per se i feel like this franchise is just like one of the most fascinating and compelling franchises so i just want to ask you like carlos what is it about unity and syndicate those pre or origins games that lost you because i think you played the earlier assassin's creed games when they came out ish and i did not yeah so when because of that I ended up finding those games while incredibly flawed, still like a little bit appealing. It's and I want to know what you think, like as someone who, who who came to the series in a more linear approach. I was I I played the first one. I kind of enjoyed it, and I kind of like its uh, its gimmicky features of like you know how it how a player approaches um, its target for for a hit for him being an assassin. So that was mm. pretty cool, like pushing away the crowd and slowly going through yeah, the social stealth kind of stuff. That was like, okay, that's pretty cool and everything. Second one, I think everybody agrees that that's pretty much still one of the best um, entries in the franchise with Ezio and everything. So that was, that was pretty cool and really you know, broadened the, the, the scope of the game with how big the game was. And then they just kept on going and getting bigger and bigger. Yeah, I think, I think it's been the, the, rule, the, the, the rule, I think, has been that the most interesting games are the even numbered one ish, but not really because, you know, people debate that all the time. But like, that could be a thing because yeah, Black, Flag, um, Black Flag, like Black Flag is. Black Flag that, was actually pretty, like, decent simply because well I think received, the, yeah. Yeah. The, the ship mechanics. Um, I think the reason why I kind of like let go is the fact that. 
when I saw, when after the second game came out, we had a series of that, that they went through, they literally went through Ezio's whole life. They added revelations, they added whatever. So there's a lot of like, um, it just felt padding, like a, yeah. like a really like it's like felt like fodder. It's like you're watching your favorite anime, and all of a sudden you're stuck in the fodder series, the fodder yeah. arc or whatever. You can't yeah. do anything about it, and that's what it felt like um, right after Assassin's Creed Two, and then Three came out. That Oof. was exciting because it was a different setting. And like, okay, finally they moved on. But yeah, then I realized it, it that American they just Revolution moved on. Too. It was yeah, it was American Revolution. You're playing as a um, I forgot his name. Um, but it was a, it was a, it was a fresh take already on the formula. But then I realized that wait, this is exactly the same thing. I can just now climb trees, mm-hmm. and then the the stealth mechanics are just it was three was buggy it was absolutely buggy and it was i remember when i was playing it that i just really wanted to see the ending i just that's all i wanted to do i didn't wasn't it was really a um i was struggling to play the game i just wanted to see the ending and then the ending for what it was that completely um detached me from the from that franchise because it was it's just so weird with its whole animus thing and the history thing and that's when I took a break, a hard break. I didn't play Unity. I didn't play, at the time when they were released, I didn't play Unity. I didn't play the Black Flag. I haven't played that one as well. Yeah. Or even and, you know, when it came out. And, you know, those of you who who, who uh, follow the Assassin's Creed series, you know, like, I think everybody pretty much know that Unity got a pretty, you know, deserved beating for having one of the buggiest launches in the franchise's history. The game is a lot more stable now, but it's definitely definitely became the subject of memes uh, back in 2014 when it came out. Yeah, and when... I think Syndicate uh, was kind of tolerated. Like everybody gave it the eight out of ten that these game that these Assassin's Creed games generally get. But it was sort of like a, a like it felt like a concession. Like people were like, "Oh, Assassin's Creed is back again. It's not bad. Okay, done. Eight. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's as much as like um, as the years went by after three, um, they didn't. They just used the settings or the whatever timeline they had for that for that idol as the change, and everything else was just slightly changed left and right. Yeah, well, and you know, there's only so much change you can make when you annualize a series. Like, you know, that's why. Get... That's why I didn't. That's why I wasn't like I wasn't thrilled to like jump back in because yeah. Like, I can't. I, I can't. And then when Unity showed up, like okay, they're they're struggling to keep the quality up because there's bugs everywhere. And then you know, years went by. I finally went back with Syndicate. It's still buggy, and at the same time, it's buggy, and you can't like for it being an, like a stealthy assassin game. Oh man, I I abused the hell out of it just for just getting some gigs and laughters. Like yeah, I, when I was streaming the game on Twitch. When I was going from A to B, I was literally just going through the sidewalk because I earn XP for killing people or destroying the, the city. Yeah. So it like and I had, and there was no there was no consequence for me hitting the sidewalk, murdering thousands of people as I go from A to B. And, it's, and, the, and the, I was just I was laughing. I was like, "What, really?" Like in a place where we've had GTA and Red Dead yeah. and all that. I think it comes to more games. I think Syndicate marked a turn, like maybe some hardcore fans can correct me here, but I think Syndicate and Unity marked a turn wherein the game really, really, really took a turn away from like its roots. And I think that I'm not as bothered by that as most other people, but I can see how it can be like, oh, what happened to the stealth series I love? Now I'm just like, now I'm just playing GTA, 
you know, uh, Victorian era London, GTA Paris, you know. <laughs> yeah. And, and so then, with of course, Origins. Origins, um, which is kind of funny though, because I actually played Odyssey um, first, because when it came out, like I tried it, it was pretty cool. So I kind of skipped Origins. Did you like so Odyssey? So I always had. I liked Odyssey simply you because know, I, I, gave the, that, I gave that one a nine out of ten for our, for our official review at Too Much. Was it nine? Too much. Yeah, nine. Out yeah, of 10 which is rightfully so. I like the change of it. Um, yeah. It's more action RPG. It's like they. It's funny that they made the franchise more appealing simply by not being Assassin's Creed. Mm-mm-mm-mm. More like less Assassin's Creed, and then so I enjoyed that. And I when I pressed when I play when I played Syndicate. Like okay, I was reminded that okay, this is why I didn't like it. There's like, and then they keep. I don't know why they keep doing the animus thing. That is just like I'm not, I wasn't even a character in Syndicate. I was just a person. I was a. I was a. Uh, what's, what's, what did they call me? An, an initiate. I didn't have an initiate. Initiate, yeah, initiate. Yeah, I was just a name. I was just a normal random person. And then, so Origins is what I'm working on right now, and it's a good change. But at the, the same time, Assassin's Creed is still. From what I am experiencing or what I uh, foresee, they're going to have another identity identity problem in the future because it's not really Assassin's Creed. It's just more. It's just a game in Egypt with action RPG elements now. Yeah, like you know, I'm a fan of yeah. where Assassin's Creed is right now, but I understand the consternation. Like for example, I feel like when I played Odyssey, I really loved it, and then I booted back up my copy of Origins, and I feel bad that I didn't finish it when it came out because. Um, there is just enough that has been incrementally changed from Origins to Odyssey to make that new sort of like action role playing game focus of, of 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 the of the of the series like more appealing. But in Origins, it feels kind of like not all there yet. You know, yeah, Origins the- it feels like it's like um it's like halfway there to what or what the, um, Odyssey is because yeah. in, or- in Origins it's very basic the other uh, RPG elements. Yeah, like, yeah. There's no um and and even the gear system and the progression is a little bit uh more you don't even have more narrow more narrow than yeah. I, than you'd like. I think I am a fan though of Origins in the sense that I did like the Egyptian setting. I do like the character of Bayek of Siwa. I, I kind of think of him as sort of an an Egyptian Captain America, wherein he's got like <laughs> no, no, like he's got this incredibly dark past that is driven by revenge and all that stuff. Like many of the great assassins, but um, there is this sense you get from him where he really sees himself as a pillar of community, as someone who looks out for. For other people, and he knows people by name that I thought makes him kind of cool, you know, like because it gives him. It's more, a, it's, it, he's more. I'll give them that though. Yeah, Bayek yeah. was way bigger than like um, Evie's Evie and I forgot his name already. Jacob, Jacob Fry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, was, it was it was actually very underwhelming. Yeah. And so I am enjoying fun. Origins for sure, and I, I do like the setting, but I just see I I definitely see like the, the evolution, and then with Odyssey. They're even more RPG because now I think you always have like options when you discuss people. So yeah. like, they're really changing it. And now with Valhalla, we'll see how like how much changes they'll do. But I like the direction. It is fun. It's just still they still have uh Assassin's Creed still has that little uh struggle of their stealth elements because like GTA uh GTA uh Metal Gear Solid <laughs> 2 has better stealth elements than mm-hmm. Origins. Wow. Like I literally spent. And that's an old game. <laughs> that's yeah. an old game. But remember, remember in GTA when you kill somebody and you and you run away, 
they radio in for more people to because they're now on alert. They've seen a body. Yeah. And then we now we, there's someone there. Now they made it even harder. Here I can go on a bush, kill somebody. They go near me. I'm still in the bush, and they say, "Oh, it's nothing," and they walk away. It's okay <laughs> if John's dead. It's fine. We couldn't find him though, so we go back to our post. Like that's a common like routine of me going from every single camp in Origins, and that's also fami- familiar to Odyssey and even other press Assassin's Creed games. Those kinds of like. Um, I guess um, pet peeves, at least for me, is still retained ever since the three. Like they, it's like, can't they figure out that John's dead? Yeah. Like there's someone here, please. Yeah, the games. The That's games what Metal Gear Solid just hits perfectly. Like you feel part like of, you want to reset the game. Yeah, I think part of I think it's amazing that Assassin's Creed is as, is as commercially or critically successful as it is, in spite of the fact that these games have always been kind of janky, kind of glitchy, kind of like weird no matter where they and they keep refining or adjusting the formula such that every time they do it there's the game still remains like this certain level of jank that you can never completely overcome and i think uh you you brought up Metal Gear Solid 2 as a game with better stealth mechanics and i think Metal Gear Solid 2 is definitely that and many games have better stealth mechanics than Assassin's Creed and i think part of that is because Assassin's Creed is made by a company that really wants to make a game that is <clears throat> that is deep and but also accessible to a broad range of people. You know what I mean? Like they're trying to make yeah. the Call of Call of Duty of you know hardcore action RPG stealth. Like imagine if Hideo Kojima was trying to make his Metal Gear Solid Five be a little bit more forgiving, a little bit more like. Uh, oh, if I kill a guy, I can just like circle around and like redo the mission over and whatever and break the realism, you know, because the game is f- easily forgiving. Like if, if Hideo Kojima did that with his games, like made them, a f- you know, more forgiving, more cyclable, he would have Assassin's Creed. <laughs> Fair enough. But that was yeah. like one of the elements of yeah. like me experiencing Assassin's Creed. Like I gave it a yeah. chance. It's yeah. evolving. But again, I think it's going to be in the point where I think Ubisoft will go like, oh, wait, I can't, I don't know what to do anymore. Like, should we change it again? Yeah. It might happen, probably. Because like, I, again, I played Odyssey and then I went back and then played Origins. It like, Origins is a downgrade to Odyssey. And it just, and they are literally like, they really made Odyssey on top of what they did with Origins. Because like, even the animation of when you guys are riding the horses, they're exactly the same. Like... And it might be just the same with Valhalla, where it'll be the same animation because they're using the same like space, and they're really pulling on the whole yearly thing. So we'll see. But um, Assassin's Creed, it's definitely it has its moments. But God, I just really just, the Animus thing. That's one thing I really wish they stopped so much. Well, if you know, regarding regarding Assassin's Creed's future, I would say that. You know, I am half-half on Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I'm not 100% a fan of just going back to a traditional white setting. No offense. It's just like, you know, I just wanted something. I, I love the whole, you know, Egypt, Greece, and and maybe, you know, something exotic like Asia or whatever, or, or you know, or, or more Middle Eastern settings. Like, that's the kind of settings I would like to experience. So Valhalla... I think they run out already by now. Valhalla like, left. But I will give Valhalla this. I am very excited for the fucking rap battles because there are rap battles in Assassin's Creed Valhalla confirmed. What? There are rap battles. You will you will meet another warrior on the battlefield 
and you can diss each other and Are you, you can yeah you can, you can you can have like an Eminem style <laughs> because I thought I heard rap battles and, oh it, it is rap yeah battles. I'm, <laughs> so waiting, I'm waiting I'm for the punchline or something like, no that's really it really? you do you do you do Nordic rap battle stuff and it's it sounds so awesome I bet Dan Bull the English rap video game themed rapper is all over that <laughs> okay. well there you go so, I am I'm actually super excited though so they should have told me that a while ago like two minutes ago. Yeah, rap, rap battles. battles. Yeah, I can't wait till they drop the footage of the first rap battles. I'm gonna be all over that shit. Are you sure? <laughs> I'm sure. Like, okay. uh, yeah, don't make me. Okay, uh, rap okay, battles. Okay, okay, I'll, I'll take it. No, that, that, I was not expecting that one. <laughs> um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla features playable Viking rap battles. Uh, you can take part in historically accurate Viking rap battles in Assassin's Creed. Um, they laid wow. out some of the mini games. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Wow, rap origins, huh? Uh, f- it is called flighting. Flighting is the name <laughs> for a ritualistic, poetic insult <laughs> language, <laughs> insult exchange, and was mainly practiced between the fifth and sixteenth centuries. The word comes from wow. the old English word flitten, which means quarrel. Similar to the modern rap battle, the ancient flighting exchanges would often become provocative and include ac- accusations of cowardice or sexual perversion. <laughs> wow. Well, you do Eight learn mile, something uh, every day. Man. You know yeah. what I mean? Okay, that's interesting. I really... Ho- okay. <laughs> I, 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 I lost words. Okay. Assassin's Creed Valhalla features... Okay, cool. Um... That's actually pretty interesting. But then again, once they actually released Valhalla, I think they did everything in Ayate. Like they have China. Mm, I don't Japan. know if they have Russia. Maybe the- Japan, Japan, I guess. Japan. But that's honestly, I, like I've said this before. <laughs> um, we had Assassin's <laughs> Creed Assassin Origins. We had Assassin's Creed Origins set in Egypt. We had Assassin's Creed Odyssey set in Greece. We should have had a, uh, ancient China. Or feudal Japan. We have and China. Be, well, they, it should, have it in the it should have been called Boy, Assassin's like Creed Colon Onimusha. So it'd be ACO1, ACO2, AOCO3. But no, they fucking ruined it by changing it to Assassin's Creed Valhalla. And now the series nomenclature has lost its elegance. <laughs> <laughs> Spicy hot I just, takes. I wish that if they finally like wanted to finish this franchise, they would have the last game set in modern times and just go with them. Oh, I'm a modern day assassin, except I have guns. And then it's just Ghost Recon. Wow, man. <laughs> no, man, you know what's going to happen? When, when, when no, it's Splinter Cell, actually. Oh, yeah, Splinter Cell, actually. Place, it'll take yeah. place in the year 2001 before the Twin Towers fell. And you will be able to climb the oh. Twin Towers. And then what's this? you will be able to jump. From the top of the twin, you know, you'll be able to do a leap of faith from the top of the twin towers and land directly into a New York dumpster and not be injured. I'd rather like you land on a hot dog stand and <laughs> oh, still yeah, be yeah. fine, <laughs> or a bagel, oh, stand. Cool. or a bagel stand. A bagel. <laughs> no, it's yeah. gonna be a hay barrel still for yeah. some reason. Yeah. No, it's gonna be oh, a, that, it's no, gonna be, that'll be that. Trunk if, of if Ubisoft does a modern take <laughs> on Assassin's Creed and they have hay. That's when I know Ubisoft has a sense of humor. Like it's no, like, that, yeah, that's yeah, how yeah. you know you're, here. you're in an animus. Yeah, yeah. That's the that's tell. how you know you're 100 percent synchronized <laughs> with the animus. You just like I, I like every time every time you leap. Hate. There's always an eagle sound. I'm like, 
Okay. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Of course there yeah. is. Ginger hay. Oh, don't you, get me started, guys. Do you know that cheese sound that they make? That's not an eagle. Oh. Did oh. you know that? Okay. The, the, Go what on. Think is that sound like? Uh, was it the assassin going? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm <laughs> saying is they say eagles sound like that. That that badass noise. That's not. Yeah. That's not. Is eagles that a sound like sound? Eagles sound, sound like sound? shit. Yeah, uh, I have to look it up. I think it's like some some sparrow. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's yeah, just a bird. Not... Sparrows are tiny, right? Yeah, yeah. Wait hmm. a minute. We've been lied to Wait, this entire I, I... time. <laughs> Wait, rap battles and sparrows? Are we? <laughs> There's a lot of revelations happening here in Assassin's Creed right now. It's a little. No, well, but remember anyway, that. Um, as long as you see no, a hay bale, question where you are. <laughs> Yeah, sparrows will be like high up top. Anyway, doesn't uh, look like Creed. anything to me. <laughs> I might finish it. Yeah, I'll definitely finish. It. I'm like halfway done with Origins, and from there, I don't know what to do. I guess I'm all set to wait for Valhalla. I don't want to play Origins. That's a long, like, mountain to climb again. It's still pretty grindy, but um, should I pre-order? Yeah, or- Valhalla. No. But pre-ordering Valhalla. games is 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 good for the good for the economy. I'm kidding. Don't do that, guys. Everybody, anyway. don't, don't, don't pre-order video games. <laughs> no, but I think that's it. Unless... On sale. Is there anything shop. else? I think we're... Uh, shop smart. Shop smart. What? <laughs> anyway, you're, you're totally with that. I think we're going to end here for episode uh, 203. Yeah, it's 203. Thanks for listening in. Um... Whoever is in uh, the live stream on Facebook, thanks for joining us. We, if you actually missed it, we'll have the the actual episode on Spotify and uh, what is this out in as well? Apple Podcasts, I think, and Man. all the other jazz. Yeah, um, or on our website www.tomuchgaming.net. And yeah, any concerns, questions, or clarifications, do let us know. We have uh, you can email us at contact at tomuchgaming.net. And what else? What else do we have planned? Um, I think this is June, and when what usually means f- for June is there's a lot. There's supposed to be a lot of conventions or a lot of a reveals lot. happening. E3 but, ain't happening. E3 yeah. ain't happening. But what's happening is that all the companies out there have r- been rolling out with digital events. We've got IGN Summer of Gaming supposedly happening. We've got Jeff yep. Keighley's, uh, Keighley's, uh you know, d- d- he the of late, the Game Awards. Jeff Keighley. <laughs> yeah, uh, the, the summer, <laughs> summer Games Fest. We've got uh, Devolver Digital, I think, is going to have a conference. There is going even going to be uh, a uh, an escapist magazine uh, indie game showcase. Um mm. Yeah, and there's going to be the PC gaming show coming around uh, this week also. And who knows when the PlayStation 5 reveal will be rescheduled. Yes, it was rescheduled. Um, so due that's to a lot events. of Yeah, so that's a lot so of stuff lot, happening. There's a lot of stuff happening. And I think we might do a, like a maybe a live stream about each and every event. You guys are welcome to join. We're still like uh, working out in the kinks and all the details, but we're definitely oh, going to be Oh, kinks. I like in. those. <laughs> <laughs> We'll talk later. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're going to be doing a lot of things in June. There's a lot happening um, this month. So, but yeah, that's about it. Thanks for tuning in. Um, Matt, just in case anybody wants to shout at you. 
Yep, uh, yell at me at if you guys got video game opinions you want to yell at me, uh, look for me on Twitter at Arcelia Matthew. Uh, if you guys have like any questions you want to send us, you want to like you know give us a give us a bunch of things to talk about in maybe a future question bucket episode, you can message us at uh, Facebook on Too Much Gaming, or you can drop us an email at contact at too much gaming dot net. Um, yeah, I already got the email, but yeah, we can yeah, do that yeah. for sure. No. And I think that's it for 203. Thanks for listening in, and we'll see you guys in the next one. Bye bye. down in 50 49 oh my god 40 kill me kill me <laughs> 3 yeah. 2